shares away with words doesn't he folks uh <laughs> the the fun part if you find this video on facebook uh i did a search just says uh, i put in the search bar joe biden conservatives drop dead uh on bing and that was the first video it's 25 seconds after you if you listen to that crap again Focus in on the sign language interpreter. She gets very frustrated. Uh, and then she does a sign for uh, what I would believe is uh, sorry or sympathy. Uh, she, I don't think she signs CFO. But there's a, a few second break there where she's not signing anything. As you heard, he was stumbling and stammering for his words. And you almost feel bad for her. <laughs> Watch the sign language interpreter on the right side of the screen. Uh, trying to put this guy's gibberish into sign language has got to be uh, one of the top three hardest jobs in the world. Be right back. Rolling. What's up, y'all? Alright, <laughs> we weren't recording all the way. What's up, y'all? It's Big John on Americana, the American way. And, <laughs> wow, what a funny day it is to be an American. Or maybe an embarrassing day. I... I don't know. So we, our president, a couple day, a couple of days ago, gave condolence to, condolences to the CEO who suddenly dropped dead. Ain't that ain't that heartwarming? Just warms the cockles of your little tiny heart, don't it? So today, he was out for a Father's Day bicycle ride. Uh, with Jill Biden, and we don't know how, I don't know how far he rode his bicycle, but as he got off, he just went face plant into the, into the asphalt. So ain't that nice. I'm sure between that and uh, his Jimmy Kimmel, uh, I guess it's not Jimmy Kimmel Live, 
or wasn't Jimmy Kimmel live the night Biden was on there? Uh, that between that and his Jimmy Kimmel performance, there's no wonder the world is laughing at us. Uh, the funny, the really striking part about the bicycle fail is that you can clearly tell on the first video I saw of it on Instagram, there are like two or three people tops cheering him on. Now, maybe this was just a photo op for the press. I'm sure it was a photo op for the press, but maybe there you know, wasn't a big crowd gathered there and wasn't planned to be in front of a big crowd. And let's just be honest, why would you put this man in front of a big crowd, even if it's a publicity stunt? Wouldn't make any sense, because you know, nine out of ten times, he's going to embarrass himself. But the funniest thing to me was him uh, not really falling, it kind of made me feel bad. Uh, but you can clearly tell there's like nobody there. And there's like two people cheering him on yay you did it that's that's all the cheering section he could muster and they were really proud that he completed this bicycle ride uh and then it, it looks like there was a there's like a toe clip or a stirrup on the pedal of the bicycle and it looked like his uh right foot got hung up in that and he lost his balance as he was getting ready to swing his left foot over. But still, most people would have caught themselves. He didn't even put his hands out to catch himself. It was just like, kerplunk on the asphalt. 81 million of you. I don't know where the hell those 81 million are, but yeah, somewhere. So, uh, the New York Times, oh my gosh, I was surprised to see this headline. Uh, despite lack of evidence uh, and coherence or any proof, a prosecution of Trump would face challenges. Okay, that's not what the headline reads. The New York Times is continuing this lie, this fake mer uh, narrative that there was uh, something more than a riot at the United States Capitol. And Trump put on a uh, conspiracy to overthrow the government. Even though Donald Trump wanted the National Guard to be called up to supplement the Capitol Police and City Police. And Nancy Pelosi is the one who said, don't bring in the National Guard. So, the New York Times is lying to you in their headline, despite growing evidence, a prosecution of Trump would face challenges. Look, there, there's no evidence that he conspired with anybody to stop this vote count. He saw irregularities like we all did, unless, unless you're brain dead. I'm trying to think of a nice way of saying it. Unless you're you know, in a 
persistent vegetative state of mind, Stevie Wonder can see something didn't jive with this election. Uh, the movie 2000 Mules points things out as in you would have a, a mule, somebody carrying ballots back and forth to from a, a, vo a voting location, a party headquarters, or a, a volunteer headquarters for some uh, interest group. And these people would go to that location, pick up five or ten ballots, take them to a ballot drop box, go back, get five or ten more, take them to another drop box. They only counted ten people, or people, pardon me, that stopped at ten or more drop boxes. So there's a pretty high standard. And of course, the uh, drop boxes in question were in the five uh, swing states where Trump won before, but somehow... Lo and behold, the vote tally switched dramatically and in the middle of the night, no less. Now, this is rather scientific. This isn't like, this isn't saying that, uh, you know, they're, they just brought in ballots in the middle of the night. They're saying that there were evidently people filling out ballots, signing names or not signing names, using the mail-in voting system to put ballots into drop boxes and have them counted somewhat legally, okay? Now, we all know, you know, the, the audit out in uh, at least one county in Arizona, I think it was Maricopa, it found that there were a lot of irregularities, ballots that should not have been counted, mail-in ballots that usually would not pass the test for what it takes for a ballot, uh, a mail-in ballot, to be counted. No signatures, signatures that were illegible, no proof of ID, no address, things like that. And gee whiz, it just happened to be a few more votes than what turned up in the middle of the night and a few more than what Trump lost by. Isn't that surprising? But anyways, so Trump saw these things and he was riled and he said, you know, there's something going wrong with this election. We've got to stop this and send it back to the states. He did not say it as eloquently as I just did. He said, uh, you know, come to Washington on January 6th. It's going to be wild. Come to this rally. Uh, you know, at the rally, he said, we're going to march to the Capitol together. Uh, at another point, completely separate from that, he said, you know, they've done everything to take your rights away. You're going to have to fight like hell if you want to keep your rights I'm paraphrasing, of course. 
every politician in that lying, crooked house of cards says, oh, I'm going to Washington to fight for you. I'm going to go down there and fight for you. They don't fight for anything except their own insider trading and bloated paychecks. Uh, So back to this New York Times article. Excuse me. As new questions swirled this past week, former President Donald J. Trump potential criminal exposure for seeking to overturn the 2020 election. I haven't read his statement, but the New York Times refers to it as Mr. Trump issued a rambling 12-page statement. I doubt it was rambling, but it might be rambling as in long 12 pages is a bit much when I just summed it up in a couple sentences. But but Joe Biden is rambling. Okay, it consisted of a mix of outlandish claims, hyperbole, and outright falsehoods, but something that Trump allies and legal experts said was notable and different, the beginnings of a legal defense. Nearly every page, Mr. Trump gave explanations for why he was convinced that the 2020 election had been stolen from him and why he was well within his rights to challenge the results by any means available. And that's what was supposed to happen on January 6th. Legally speaking, they had, the Republicans had a congressman and a senator sign a paper objecting to the ballot or the electoral votes of certain states. And we will never know because of the riot, because of a few idiots out of almost a million, a handful possibly stirred on by the FBI and definitely stirred on by Antifa and Black Lives Matter instigators, a, a few thousand people acted like fools and rioted at the Capitol, and that shot everything to hell. I, one, don't think Mike Pence had the sole power to say, we're going to stop this and send it back to the states. Secondly, after the riot, the people that were rioting and thought they were defending Trump, whether they were agged on or not, or if they were just stupid, or if they were FBI instigators, we know there were Antifa and BLM instigators in that crowd. Whether or not any of that, after those thousands of Trump supporters acted like fools, they shot themselves in the foot and they didn't deserve for the votes to be sent back to the states. They didn't deserve for Mike Pence to stick his neck out and say, we're going to stop this if Pence even had that right. And I've read the law and I've read the Constitution. He did not. If you think there's anything in that Electoral College Count Act of 18-whatever, the 1800s, you're fooling yourself. 
Simple as that. The vice president's job is ceremonial. The uh, senators and Congress people can object to cert to a state's electoral votes, and then there has to be a debate, and the two chambers, the House and the Senate, have to come back and then vote to send those. Uh, electors back to the state or whether or not to count those electors. Anyhow, but Trump thought, as I do, that there were enough irregularities to overthrow, overturn this and send these back to the states for an audit of the vote. That did not happen because of the riot. Okay. The whole premise of the January 6th fake news liar committee Liz Cheney is to damn Donald Trump keep him for running from pre- keep him from running for president keep any real conservative patriotic American from running for Congress or Senate by tying over a hundred and some Republicans to this January 6th riot that they call insurrection. How you plan to overthrow the government of the United States without carrying a single solitary weapon is beyond me, Liz Cheney. Though your dad has killed a lot of people without ever carrying a weapon, I don't think those rioters on the 6th truly intended to overthrow the United States government. They might have intended to, you know, get on the floor of Congress and make some theatrical movie-like speech. They might have intended to stop the electoral count, but they certainly were not committing an act of sedition or insurrection as in trying to overthrow and establish a new government. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Alright, let's move on to something. Our good old log cabin Republicans. I, I love this word. Or this terminology. Uh, this is the the gay, or uh, I don't know if they're LGBTQ plus A B X Y Z community, or if they're just uh, lesbians and homosexuals. But th- that's what log cabin means uh, in terms of politics. You're in the log cabin. You're not in the closet. You're in the log cabin. Uh, except that well, they're out. They're openly gay, but. Uh, the Mary Sue, I guess it's themarysue.com. I'll put links on Getter and Twitter uh, at the real underscore Big John. Uh, Log Cabin Republicans are shocked, shocked in all caps, that they were shut out of the Texas Convention. A few organizations are as bewildering and self-defeating as the log cabin Republicans, gay Republicans who somehow support the Republican Party. By the way, this is very opinionated. The Mary Sue is not a 
news outlet and doesn't claim to be. Uh, but I, I saw this and it caught my eye. Uh, so anyways, uh, somehow continued to support the Republican Party, which remains intent on stripping them of their human rights. No, we don't. I get that rich white gays love their tax cuts, but it takes a special brand of mental gymnastics to justify the anti-LGBTQ plus legislation and hate speech. I don't remember any hate speech in recent years or last 20 or 30 years from Republicans towards the LGBTQ plus AYZ. Anyhow, hate speech pouring out from the Republican Party. And it's not uh, empty rhetoric. The relentless targeting of LGBTQ plus community has seen a rash of attacks from the Proud Boys storming a drag queen story hour at a public library in California to a U-Haul truck, truck filled with FBI agents, I mean armed, uh, armed Patriot Front members who were arrested on their way to riot at an Idaho Pride event. Republicans are uh, fomenting a moral panic by labeling LGBTQ plus community as groomers. Now, we don't say that they're all groomers. We say certain ones are grooming children. We don't make the LGBTQ plus community should be standing up against groomers, drag queen story hours, drag queens dancing erotically while children stuff dollars into their bras. They should be policing their own community on this. And some good transvestites like Blair White uh, and other uh, gays that have common sense uh, see this and say this isn't right. All right. So there's a target placed on the anti the don't say gay bill in Florida, which doesn't say that. Apparently none of that bothers the L log cabin Republicans. What really wrinkles them was the recent exclusion from the Texas GOP convention in Houston. The group was denied a booth in the exhibition hall after receiving previous approval emails that said otherwise. Uh, Log Cabin Republican President Charles Moran released a statement, Inclusion wins which makes the Texas Republican Party leadership's decision to exclude the Texas Log Cabin Republicans from their convention not just narrow-minded, but politically short-sighted. You know, it's time to be a party of everybody. Uh, you know, I'm not gay. I don't. I know it's the... The first proof that you are gay is always saying, I'm not gay. But trust me, I've never had sex with a man, and I don't want to. The thing of it is, we can include everyone in our party, and I can have my morality, and they can have theirs, and God can decide who wins in the end. Okay? It's that simple. I believe marriage is between a man and a woman. So I'm just going to find some woman and make her life miserable someday. 
I mean, you know, I'm going to do these horrible things like maybe curse the world with my offspring. I'm going to go out and earn money. And my wife, uh, if she wants to, can go out and earn money too. And uh, we can share the bills. I think that's pretty fair. Uh, and she can cook and clean and I can cook and clean and we can take turns mowing the grass and picking up the dog shit. But if you want to marry, if you're a man and you want to marry a man, I'm not going to stop you. I can't. I'm not going to run down the aisle at your wedding. I object. I object. You know, if you're a woman and want to marry a woman, it's your business. You got to answer to God in the end, just like I do. That's where it should end. You know, uh, to thunderous applause at the Cleveland Nash Republican National Convention. I will shake my lighter at you uh, if you don't agree with me. Uh, at the Cleveland Republican National Convention, Donald Trump had op an openly gay friend of his speak on stage in support of Donald Trump. Yes, the xylophonic, uh, homophobic, uh, xenophobic, uh, arachnophobic, John Denverophobic, pr former president of the United States. Donald Trump, Satan himself, under his mange or wig or whatever that is on his head, had an openly gay dude stick up for him and speak for his behalf at the GOP National Convention. And the guy might have been gay, what did I say, queer as a $3 bill, but at least he wasn't a corrupt, crooked briber. Is that a word? Uh, a bra a per at least he wasn't as corrupt and crooked as Matt Borges, the former Ohio Republican Party chairman who's caught up in a $60 million bribery scandal. Okay? Matt Borges, our piece of trash, former Ohio Republican chairman who could raise, said he could raise money, but he left the Ohio Republican Party in massive debt. He was not... The gay guy that spoke on Donald Trump's behalf that Borges and his people said don't applaud, don't applaud anything Trump does. And I think I think Rance Priebus was involved in that too. And I think Rance Priebus is a little Tinkerbell himself. Just has that look to him. It might you know, he's a little light in the loafers. He may be part of that Lincoln Pedo project, if you know what I'm saying. Anyhow, uh Matt Borges told people not to applaud Trump's openly gay uh, friend at the convention, but the convention goers thunderously applauded this man. Everything Trump said and did got thunderous applause to the dismay of Cracker Jack old Matt Borges. Bo Anyways, that's enough on that. Let's accept gay people and let them live their lives, please. Not, as long as it's not hurting you, and it's not hurting a child, I don't care. Be as gay as you want to. Not all gay people are rampant weirdo pedophiles like the Lincoln Project. All right, Newsweek. Dan Crenshaw 
uh, is confronted by angry Republicans calling him a globalist rhino. It's funny, I was thinking earlier today about Dan Crenshaw and his one eye. Uh, Crenshaw doesn't go along with everything uh, strictly conservative or strictly Republican, and I think that's okay. I haven't lost my shine for Dan Crenshaw. I mean, for crying out loud, the guy lost an eye to defending our country. Let's cut him a little slack. Not to mention, the people that I see disliking Dan Crenshaw, or putting him down, or however you want to say it, are the dipshit nimrods of the Republican Party like Caitlin Bennett, the Kent State gun girl, who God help us is breeding children, little ramen noodle-headed gun-toting maniacs. Uh, I, I don't care about Caitlin and her guns. Uh, it's the fact that she's stupid. Anyways, Dan Crenshaw, uh, Republican from Texas, confronted by a group of protesters at the Re Texas Republican Convention uh, on Saturday, was uh, who yelled at him, followed him, and uh, appeared to clash with his staff. Oh, for Pete's sakes. Scroll down. Come on. Cooperate. All right. The video shared on Twitter by Alex Steen. Steen can be heard yelling, I patch McCain. Oh, man. That's just wrong, dude. You can find the guy's one eye. Come on. Cut, me some, cut him a break. You only got one eye. Shit. <laughs> I patch McCain in quotes. Uh, the lawmaker, uh, or he was yelling, I patch McCain at the lawmaker and calling him a globalist rhino. Re rhino is Republican in name only, uh, for those of you that didn't know that. Others can be seen following and yelling at Crenshaw as he walks through a hall uh, at the convention. You know, I got no use for this. Uh, if you don't like a guy, you can pick it at, picket him or her. Um, you can vote against them, but I don't get the point of following people around and yelling things. I just don't get it. It's, it's just me, I don't know. But tell me, do you think it's kosher, that it's cool, that it's hip, that it's happening, that it's groovy cat to follow around a person you don't like or a politician you don't like and yell things at them? I mean, I have a psychopathic, happens to be gay, Democrat, that follows me around angrily yelling at me about how fat my ass is and how what a no-good piece of shit I am. He's the only person I know that thinks that. And I'm harsh on myself, and I don't even think that badly of myself. But anyways, any chance he gets to follow me in public and scream... You're a no-good, fat-ass piece of shit at me. He does. Why? Because I called him and his buddy out on stealing my yard signs a couple campaigns ago and cheating in an election. And then I threw a candy wrapper out my car window and this crazy, crazed loon paints me as the Antichrist. He's just a bitter, angry little prick is what he is. 
And if you're following Dan Crenshaw around and calling him Eye Patch McCain, you're an asshole too. Alright, we're going to cut and talk to some WWE stuff. Some new things have come out about Vince McMahon and Sasha Banks. Some ongoing sagas. And try to lighten up a little bit here about politicking. Alright.